Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Oh, you want my number? Oh, no, sorry. I don't give it up to strangers. <laughs> yeah, but you can listen to my podcast, though. and welcome back to another episode of Meet My Mess with me, your host, Carissa Harrison. Today, I'm going to hop right into things. I'm not going to waste anyone's time because I have a unreal guest on today. She is the founder and CEO of the Hula app. She is the host of the Hookup Pod. She's been seen in Forbes, Netflix, HBO. So who knows why she's on my show? <laughs> uh, um, she also looks like she just walked off the set of Love Island. She looks amazing today. We have Heather Hopkins. <laughs> oh my gosh, you are so funny. Thanks for having me, Carissa. I'm excited. Of course. I'm so excited to get into things with you and get messy. When I saw your profile, I saw everything you're doing business-wise and dating-wise, and I thought it was really cool that you kind of put those two things together. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I went from a child actress to working in tech. Oh, really? Normal. (laughs) I didn't know you were a child actress. So what did that look like? Like Yeah. Um, I mean, I started in acting at 14. So that was my life. And that's all I, you know, that's I was working, doing well. And then I started a dating podcast. I started the hookup um, in the midst of being on set. And then life took a little twist on me. Crazy, crazy. So how did you even step into the business world after being, I guess, in the arts? Well, I think in the weirdest way, it overlaps quite a bit. Um, I think so when I was on set and, and in the downtime of being on set, I started a podcast because I did voiceover work. So I did radio stuff. And this was like early, this was in 2017 when I started my podcast. So this is like when people didn't understand that the podcast app was already on their phone. They were like, what is this yeah. podcast thing? <laughs> and so I was one of the first dating shows on and I was new to LA. I, you know, had grown up acting or my mom would drive me up to LA and, you know, my mom would come to set with me. And then finally I was in the city on my own and exploring my, my new city dating life. <laughs> and I was on the apps. And so I was like, you know, I got this fancy mic from doing radio work. So, you know, let me, let me document this. And so, yeah, I, um, I started talking about my experiences on dating apps and the same thing kept happening where I'd be on one episode. I'd be like, okay, this guy's going to be hilarious. He seems like a hoot. We're totally have good banter. And then I meet up in person and within five minutes I'd go, "Uh Oh, this is not good. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just so sick of that experience happening that on my show, I made it a rule that you had to FaceTime before you go on dates. I was like, blame it on, blame it on me. Tell these boys, you cannot meet up with them until you FaceTime. I love and it. So then it was sort of like, why isn't there an app that, that that's always a part of the process. And so my little entrepreneurial fire lit up and next thing, you know, now Hula is out here. <laughs> and, oh, that uh, is so exciting. They're all about is, you know, bringing people, you know, real people together and having that real conversation is always a part of the process. And this is just being rebranded or dropped again, coming up here soon, right? Yes. So by the time this episode airs, it should be out. And yeah, yeah, whoever's listening might be some of our first people on. I know. I think I'm going to have to be one of the first people I think you're going to have to. Yeah. It's very exciting. Is it just in the States for now? So 
It is just in the state. Yeah. However, so, I, you know, um, you kind of mentioned the rebrand. Um, we like to say Hula is just taking over Graze. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we already have, you know, a bulk of users. So you you might be a first Hula user, but we already gotcha. do have a bulk of people on. And there is, uh, there is actually, I have definitely seen some Canadians on. So I don't know how they're getting in. But I'm, there might be a loophole. I don't know. I don't know. I might have to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I believe in you. <laughs> Thank you. I'll do my best. I know that I know the CEO, so I might be mm. able to make it happen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so you, I don't know how old you are, but you seem pretty young. How did you like get into the business world as such a young person? Like, wasn't it scary or did it just happen naturally? Okay. Let's see. I, uh, it happened naturally. Yes. But scary. Yes. Mm-hmm. All the feelings. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, uh, it's being an entrepreneur is one of the craziest. I, I can't even explain it. I had no idea what it would be like. I, I truly, it was, it's, it, I, I can only explain it that, um, the whole thing was very God driven. I'm, I'm Christian and I never, ever imagined doing this. Okay. I, I like my, my life was acting. That's all I thought, you know, and then, it just was so, it was just on my heart so strong that I could not not do it. If that yeah. makes any sense. <laughs> I love that answer so much. So what is, do you have like a piece of advice for anyone that is trying to make that jump and is just feeling like a little bit, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's scary. You know, like we've all been there like, Oh, should I make this business move? Should I not? It's might be embarrassing if it goes wrong. So what are your advice to those people? Okay. I have a couple pieces of advice. One I want to hear them all. is <laughs> I, maybe this is a personality trait of mine, but I think this is a good personality trait. You can either stay on the path you're on and you kind of know what that looks like, or you can make this bold decision. And I believe everything great that happens in our lives, we can pretty much trace back to a bold decision that we made to go that way. Ooh. So I think you can stay on that path that you're on and, you know, play it, you know, life's good, play it, whatever. Or you can take this other path and maybe you fail and fall flat on your face, but guess what? You're going to pick yourself up and something is going to happen. And I just always choose to, I believe like real life where you actually feel that alive vibrance for life is in the uncomfortable. It just, is. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. And I love yeah. what you said there about, um, yeah, just making the bold decisions and maybe falling Hi. flat. Hold on. Okay. This is the second piece of this is the catalyst. Okay. okay, let's hear it. My so I think I think where people could go wrong is they're like, okay, let me just be crazy and make these like rash decisions. I'm not saying that. Okay. I believe if you feel at peace about something and it's strong and burning your heart and like you're it's just it's so um it's just so clearly on your heart, go after that go yeah. after that. But if it's just like, you're like, Oh, let's just spice it up and let's like do this stupid. No, I'm not saying do that. <laughs> fuck around and put out a podcast for, exactly. you know, you just think about it. Go, yeah. and go, go where you feel at peace and where, you know, where your intuition's like calling you towards something do that. But, but, um, you know, be smart. <laughs> I think that's a really smart decision and probably why you've done well as a business woman, because when it comes to finances and business, like as much as it's good to take risks, they also have to be strategic. So do you yes. kind of, I saw you said something about being mentioned in Forbes. Are you into finance at all? Um, 
So fine. I mean, I mean, I'm in business. So okay, so you it- kind of like <laughs> just naturally are. But exactly. like, do you have any? What I'm kind of trying to get at is, do you have any? advice for young people about just like how they're using their money. I think that a lot of people are really hush hush about how to use their money, how to save their money, how to invest their money. Mm-hmm. And it can be a really overwhelming world to step into. So money, what is the biggest mistake people can make when it comes to money and finance? Okay. So I think there's a lot of other better people to talk on this. However, I can tell you what I did that I would tell what I, I want to do to my kids as well. Um, okay. I, I don't know what people, I don't know the, what age most of your listeners, uh, what they yeah, are between but... like 20 to 35. Mostly. Okay. So start investing young is my best thing that I, I did. I believe like, you know, I started, I started working young. So I started investing my money young. And now that I'm, I, I just turned 25. So it's definitely over time, like totally, it, it's been a, a great decision. So yeah. I think as early as you can invest, invest and save, save, save. Like I don't get my nails done. I don't, you know, there's a lot of areas that you can cut and just save mm-hmm. and, or, you know, not, not actually not save, but invest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, use your youth to your advantage, do the most during these years. You know, my, my dad always told me, my dad was an entrepreneur and he said, he goes, your youth makes you a millionaire. He's like, do you realize that? I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, think about this. You can, you can do the craziest stuff in two years. And then by the time two years over, what you're 25, like you're still so young. Mm -hmm. So you, I mean, he's like, you could fall flat on your face, go bankrupt and in two years bounce back up. So do everything, take the risk, you know, you know, uh, invest, um, do the most right now. I love it. Use your youth. That is so such a a smart, smart piece of advice. And also you could spend your twenties partying, wasting it away every night, every day hungover. And then you're going to get to thirties, which is fine. I understand it's fun to party and have fun, Yeah, but you're, what are you gonna have to show for it? You know? So I think think it's it's a combo. I mean, I think, I think there's like, it's like you always also hear the old person, you know, the person in their deathbed. I love my twenties. Yeah. Or they say like they say like you know be present, like live, you know, live young, whatever. Um, yeah. So I think it's kind of this mix of definitely have fun. Like don't you know? And I, that's a lesson I've learned. I I was like, <laughs> I was very unhealthily working twenty four. Like I was, it was very bad. So I've definitely had to do a reset on myself and be like, okay, I need to, you know still be young and mm-hmm. enjoy my youth. But at the same time, you could still be smart. Um, yeah. there's, there's little things that you could do that add up over time. And so that's, that's the biggest thing. You could just look at your life and just find little areas that you can just improve. And in a year, I promise that will pay off. Love it. Love it. Great advice. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about dating because I know that this is what your podcast is about (laughs) this is what you're used to talking about and I haven't done an episode about dating in a really long time so I'm excited to talk about it hey let's talk about it so my first question is are you single I am single I am single it's it's more like like I'm single because I'm kind of I don't know how else to explain this other than they're like I kind of am forced to be single right now, not by anyone. Mm. I I just feel like I don't have time to date at all. Mm -hmm. And I do have great guys that I actually want to date, but like, I don't have time for them. Oh my gosh. What a problem. (laughs) (laughs) 
place <laughs> sure. So I, I was in a relationship for a while and then okay. I, we broke up like a year ago. And so I've had, you know, amazing guys come in and I seriously, like, I don't know how to do it all. I, I'm, I, my issue right now is I don't know how to juggle my own dating life with other people's work. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm so I focused on other people's dating lives that I'm That's like, That's so oh. interesting. <laughs> so do you get a lot of DMs of people saying like, oh, I'm in this situation. What do I, what do I do? Stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh yeah. All the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. It's fun. Fun stuff. (laughs) Love it. You might as well start making money off it. Become a dating coach at this point. I know. I know. I I'll have to figure out how to put it on the list. Yeah. (laughs) Right now I use it for content. I'll be like, okay, I'm going to share your thing. I'm going to post it on my page. I'll blurt out your name, but, um, I do that all the time on here. Use people's stories (laughs) when they like, of course, (laughs) exactly. Okay. What's the worst date you've ever been on? You must have. Oh, I sure do. Um, let's see. Which one do you want to hear? Do you want to hear the medium or do you want to hear the cocaine boy? Oh, (laughs) which one? You know, I feel like let's hear medium because that sounds a little bit like I don't know where that's going at all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cocaine boy isn't that crazy it's just uh you know drugs do crazy stuff to you and oh so he's not really amazing. I was okay. yeah okay okay so the medium one the medium one um this was my actually my first date when I moved to LA and Good. I met him through a mutual friend uh in my to my knowledge he was a model a very attractive man okay. so you know I'm like whoa like a model okay yeah. <laughs> Now I would be, I would have a different mentality going. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're, when you're new, you're like, oh, wow, this is great. Model, yeah. So we get on the date and we're having sushi together and he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm having trouble focusing. And I'm like, oh, oh, what's wrong? I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, oh, your grandpa keeps talking to me. I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, Oh, he's, he's proud. He starts like channeling whatever my grandpa's saying. I'm like, what, what, what's going on? Is your grandpa passed? mm -hmm, He is. Okay. 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 This was all like, what? uh, Okay. Um, and so then he starts telling me about my aura. He's like pink, yellow. I'm like, what does that even mean? I don't know. (laughs) And he goes, I'm I'm so sorry. I forgot to mention I'm a psychic and a medium as well. And so it was just like my, we were eating sushi and my grandpa kept blurting out stuff, I guess. And Oh my, I don't even know where to start. Like we have to unpack all of this. Okay. So first problem is that he didn't tell you, I feel like, because I didn't meet him the night before. So so I'm going to just caveat that because yeah. Okay. It was, but still the fact that he, no, yeah, of course I, it was your first date, but yeah, the fact that he just started blurting out like, Oh, your grandpa's coming to me. Like that makes Mm -hmm. no sense. Were there any facts that were on point? Like, do you, did, is there any part of you that believed he was actually a media or a psychic? So I'm just going to, the number one, if he was a psychic, then he should have known when he asked me on a second date that I was going to say no. So we'll just, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's number one, <laughs> but number two, he, okay. He did say he, the only thing that, but it was just, like he, he, he said it was my, my, my mom's dad, but I never met him. So I don't really know. Like and that could have just been like an off guess. Right. You know? Exactly. Like, you could have said yeah. that. About, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, 
He was proud. Sounds of me. fake. Yeah. He's I don't proud. Know. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. And that is that is pretty <laughs> crazy. I don't know what I would do in that situation because I'm also like someone that just like doesn't really like. I don't know how I feel about that kind of stuff. So I yeah. would be shocked in I that situation. I let it go. I was like, let's let's let it rip. Come on, Graham. Did you finish what the Did me? you finish the date? And was it? I mean, yeah, I yeah. finished the date, but I mean, I my grandpa was there the whole time. Oh, good. <laughs> so it was a it was an open. Date it was a little three people there. I guess so. meeting the grandpa on the first date, pretty yeah. big step. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe that. I've never had anything that mm-hmm. just like out of touch almost. But that's interesting. Yeah, good old time. Okay. Oh my gosh, I I can't imagine dating in LA. I feel like it's a whole different scene that I'm. Oh, it's unlike anything you've ever. I mean, it's it's an experience for sure. Just like a lot of like models and people saying they have like careers that they don't actually have. Well, there's that. It's just like characters, you know. Like yeah, it's it's an area, and this is also why it's beautiful, but also it's interesting. You know, you could see someone walking by in a chicken suit, and you don't even bat an eye. It's just like oh. Okay. Yeah. A lot of artists does their thing. And Mm -hmm. yeah, people just, uh, they got weird stuff to them and you don't really, it's just kind of no judgment zone, you know? I love that. But yeah, I can definitely (laughs) see how that wouldn't make for some weird (gasps) dates. Good podcast stories for sure. This is why why we have it. (laughs) That's so funny. So how did you meet your podcast host? Because it's not just you, you have another well, for last season, because of COVID, typically I bring in guests. Um, okay. However, with COVID, so I'm usually like just you, like a solo, solo <laughs> uh, host. But yeah, um, yeah. because of quarantine last season, um, just like not wanting to have people in and out of the studio, I just had a co-host for last season. Okay, that's so, cool. Okay, just so last season, season thing. Season will come, this season we'll come see different. what happens. That's cool exactly. though. Changing it up, do something different. Like what I try to, to see podcasters change what they're doing. Yeah, what, what I actually try to do. So my podcast goes in seasons. Um, mm-hmm. meaning like the way that I actually this is I actually started this when I started my show. I wanted to make it where you know how an artist releases an album and there's new cover, there's like it's just like new, there's a lot of new yeah. I do yeah. new music new cover, new like theme, like new vibe to it. Just so it always feels different. I love that. That is such a good idea. That's yeah. such a good idea. And you know, it helps one- me with overload of, you know, when I'm working, when it's crazy on the business side, I can't do my podcast. So it kind of allows me to like be more intentional about, you know, my podcast. Yeah. That's really smart. I know that's something I'm finding now is I didn't try- decide to do seasons. I do weekly episodes. And as that's much as I love, love, love to come talk every week, it's definitely, um, hard to do other business at the same time sometimes so that's a really that's if anyone out here is thinking of starting a podcast listen to that conversation we just had um okay but what's your biggest turnoff we talked about your worst date sure do you have something that just is like an absolute deal breaker or turnoff yeah um so turnoff wise um this is just like a little thing that I just always look at, but I don't know. Um, it's like specific. So I feel like I, I sometimes like to hear people's specific stuff. So my thing yeah. is if a guy drops me off on a date and he hasn't seen me go into my door that I'm in safe and he's already driven off, that really bothers me. I'm like, oh, what if I got attacked or <laughs> I don't know. It's just such a little touch that just shows a lot about the person to me. Maybe that's bad. Maybe that's no, too. That is a great I, I think- one. I, I even do that to my friends. Like I'm always yeah. like, I will sit in my car until I see them all safely back yeah. in. And that's that. 
I'm the exact same way. And let me tell you, I actually went on a date one time with a guy who begged to walk me home. And I was like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm two blocks away. And I ended up getting followed that night. And it was the one night that the guy I was dating didn't walk me home. So, yeah, I think that that's not a bad, a bad one at all to be a, a turn off when they don't. Any do that. boys listening, always, yeah. always wait for the girl to go all the way in the door. It's just really the little things with us girls too. Like really, it like is. things like pulling out our chair will literally be like the end all be all. It's I've true. never met a man like you. The littlest things, <laughs> you the know. Things. It's crazy. Yeah. It's true. So what do you think the biggest problem with dating right now is? It's so hard. Like we talk about LA, but what do you think about like in general? I think it is the grass is always greener mentality. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I think with social media, actually this kind of stems from this thought that, you know, one of my uh, in my apartment building, a lot of us are, it's, it's like a, almost like an adult dorm. I swear. <laughs> it's like a bunch of like young professionals and we're all like, we talk all the time. So, um, a lot of, we, we call it like the breakup, <laughs> It's so bad, but uh, we call it like the, like a lot of us were in relationships and we, we broke up, we went through a breakup and now we're all here. So it's like okay. the breakup house. Like oh, it's so funny. all these people, super awesome people, but a lot of people out of relation, fresh out of relationships. And so they were talking about how it's so much harder to get over a breakup in 2021 because you're seeing them all the time. Whereas let's say we, we, we go back to, you know, 25 years ago, you know, you didn't, you, you break up and that's it. You you, you don't see them. You don't see their face. You don't see their mutual friends on social media. Like it's so much harder because you're constantly repeated with them. And I think the same is true with dating is if we went back to dating, you know, 25 years ago, and we just dated the people that were in our lives, like through work, through, you know, going to a coffee shop, like just through normal life, you wouldn't, and, and you meet someone awesome. They come into your life. You wouldn't, um, question that like it's just like wow they're awesome you're appreciating them and you're just enjoying that time but now it's like there's all these other there's all this other noise and you're it's it's like always if if you're with this person you are you're you're comparing them against the mass population which you didn't have before you didn't have access to people in you know florida or wherever so Mm -hmm. it's like it's such a different world now and I think we all need to kind of reel back and kind of go back to the simpler form of when you meet someone amazing, just focus on growing that. that. Yeah. Pursue that and, and be present in that. And I think a lot of people end up screwing themselves over and also losing amazing people because they have this grass is always greener mentality that they're it's, it's not just, it's not just that one person to the, to the, you know, small circle in their life. It's one, this one person to the whole population. Yeah. I think that's really good, good advice, especially because you may be comparing this person to everyone else around you, but you'll be comparing what, okay, how could I wear this? You'll be saying, oh, this person I'm with doesn't have this one thing, but all of these other people do, but the, all of these other people might not have that connection that you have with this person or it might not give you the same security or the same communication. Like you're never going to find your perfect man. And I think we've kind of, or perfect woman or perfect person. We've just like totally forgot about that concept, which is exactly. No, we, we haven't forgot about it. We say like, Oh, we know they won't be perfect, but we don't really 
actually accept it. You know, we are in this place that we're like, we need better. We need better. We need better all the time. So, yeah, I, I, I think that you hit the nail on the head with the, we need better. Um, yeah. I think in, in like a lot of life, you know, it's, it's always seems like our, our minds are going, we need better, we need better. And we can't just be happy with what we have and appreciate mm-hmm. and pour into what we have. I think that's a thing that we could all get simplified on. Yeah. And I think that goes for anything in life too. Like you're never, ever going to be happy with what you have. If you can't figure out how to be happy with what you have right now, because guarantee it's, well, maybe it is the worst place you've ever been, but likely (laughs) it's not. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think that there's like a certain mistake that men or women make when dating the opposite sex? Like, is there a specific mistake that you feel like, oh my gosh, I keep seeing girls make this mistake and I wish I could just like shake them. Girls, I feel or men, both. Um, I want both. <laughs> I think okay. So with girls, I think it's a lot of um, the toxic games is the mm. issue that I see. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, and and honestly, I don't know if it's my for you page on TikTok or what, but like my I see it all day. Like you you scroll TikTok. I mean, it, it's really people play it play people like such a game, and I think we have to all take a step back and be like, we're all humans. Like, let's be kind to each other. Let's communicate with each other. Whereas instead it's almost being preached like, oh no, if he doesn't do that, canceled. If he doesn't, canceled. Like it's just like, <laughs> it's so just, what about just being a decent human and and like trying to understand someone's perspective and co- communicating? If someone doesn't accept that, that's on them. But like, I think, I think a lot of girls um, and guys, you know, there's these games that are played that, uh, like hard to get. I'm going to, I'm not going to tell him this because I want to see what he does. Like, I think we all just need to like take, just scrape all that off and just treat each other like good humans. Yeah, I agree. And I don't think, I think that's like almost a kind of new thing that girls have really started to do is this intense game playing because they got the idea that men are always playing games with them. So they were like, okay, now two can play that game. And Another thing, a mistake that I see is a lot of, um, a lot of my friends, which I understand, you know, there is, of course, like we've all been, you know, a lot, we've all been screwed over by people. That's life, Mm -hmm. you know, it happens, but I see where people will then generalize. They'll be like, men are trash. They'll tell everyone men are trash. Men are trash. Men suck. (laughs) Guys, Mm -hmm. Guys will be like, girls suck. You know, how you speak is what you, um, magnetize back and yeah. you know what if you're screaming to the world men suck guess who's going to come right back to you sucky men yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's really important how you look how you look at people and how you speak to yourself you know be like yeah this guy did this but I know that there's amazing people out there and there's people that will respect my heart and love me and and you know I might have had a bad bad um, experience there, but that's not how it's that, you know, it's going to turn around. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. Sorry. I'm just (laughs) processing what you said and thinking about it. Um, no, I just think that also if we like came a little, gave a little and both came a little bit more in the middle and women stopped bashing men so much, which I'm, I will admit I've been guilty of on this show and mm-hmm. women or and men stopped calling women crazy or emotional and things like that. If we could just like take it down a little and stop saying these things around people, 
that we would definitely get a lot closer to making dating easier in this world because I think you're right that we have got these ideas in our heads of generalizing genders as a whole which doesn't make sense but it's where we are now and it's probably a big reason why a lot of this isn't working yeah I mean I know for me, it's really important. Um, so my whole purpose in life is to really bring people together, I feel. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that's so important with Hula for me is bring people back to just the simplicity of having a conversation and seeing each other smile and, and not treat each other like, you know, I, I feel on other apps, you know, that being chat-based, it's almost like you're talking to like imaginary people. Like you just, you mm-hmm. say something, you don't realize that it's actually hitting someone's heart. Like it's, it's, it's we almost just treat each other like we're nothing. And we really are kind of flipping that script and saying, no, like have a real conversation, like see that they're human and, and they have, you know, emotions and, Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's all about just like actually connecting with each other. And that's, that's something really important that I think, I mean, I'm, I'm pushing to put back into our culture. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just the things we're missing the little conversations and relationships. Like, I don't know about you, but on dating apps, I constantly have the same conversation over and over (laughs) with people, but this is what I do for work. I love to go hiking. I like the arts. I like Mm -hmm. these things. You know, it's all about what you like, what you do, what you're looking for, but you don't ever get to talk about just, I don't know, that tree over there or (laughs) the weird person that just walked by, you know, that's what spending time with a human does for you. And I think that that's a big issue. dating. I I think for us, it's all about, you know, let's, let's after we match. So after on Hula, after you match, the first thing you do is you schedule that five minute face to face, and then you can chat. So you'll always know, Hey, you know, on Thursday, well, I'm going to have, I'm going to talk to them face to face for five minutes. And the goal is not to, to let, to sit, to take that relationship and just let it live on video. You know, the goal is to like, see if you guys vibe and then bring that into real life. And it feels so much more organic. It's like, it just totally feels natural. And, and it's so in the beginning, yeah, you might do like the, Hey, like, nice to meet you, Carissa. Like, Oh, like, what are you doing today? You might do a little bit of that, but you're going to feel that like, you're going to feel either like a pull, like, Ooh, I'm like, I'm like, I have, there's some magnetism there or not. And then we always try to go below the surface as well. And while you're on the call, there's this thing called a cheat sheet. So if you click that, it actually pulls up their profile. So you'll have topics that they generated to talk about. So like you might write, like, ask me about my podcast, ask me about this. So you can kind of control the conversation through that. Cause they're going to ask you things on your profile. Um, yeah. And then in addition to that, one of the coolest things, so we're all about being video based and, um, our profiles are also video-based, meaning that something that you've never heard before, um, mixed in with your photos is actually your friends answering questions about you. Oh my gosh, so that's so cool. It's gonna be, you know, you, you're, the first thing is the catfish catcher. So you'll say, hi, my name is Krista. And then it's gonna be your profile picture. And then it's gonna be maybe your friend, Trisha, saying um, one thing you don't know about Krista. So you can see she's answering that question. It's under five seconds. And she's like, Oh, she, oh my gosh, she makes it. You're, you're about to make some bank <laughs> after November 4th. Yeah. This is a awesome idea. Seriously. Yeah. So it's really just bringing dating full circle, bringing, you know, people back to having that conversation, bringing their circle of friends, making just like a real, where you can see like the person, you know, I think we are an average of our, our five to 10 closest people in our life. And the cool thing is you kind of get to get a little taste of who those people are. So yeah. Exciting. Oh, I think that is 
going to be changing up the dating world. So yeah, if anyone is listening from the States, especially please download yeah. this app because it sounds like you can really make some good matches on something like this. Yeah. It does for real. It's definitely below the surface. So how do you answer on the topic of dating apps? <laughs> how do you answer the dreaded question either on a messaging app or on hula on video mm-hmm. what are you looking for because I think a lot of people are concerned that they'll come on too strong or that their answers won't match so how do you answer that question okay I feel like I am so because this is a personal question so yeah. I'm saying from I feel the way that I look at dating is so different. Just even the past couple months, I cannot wait to do my, start my podcast up again because I have so many more, I don't know. I've just been totally like changed. Okay. <laughs> and Thoughts one of totally the things changed. that for me is just become so important to me is really building that friendship first. Oh, wow. um, so what am I looking for? Uh, you know, I would probably say to someone, you know, I, I want to first you know, build, build our friendship and, you know, really get to know each other as people. And I think that's, that's informed by, I just, I don't want to go. I I was in a serious relationship and I don't want to like the next guy I intend to be the last guy. Yeah. So I'm very much like, I'm fine with being slow, slow mo whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're young. There's no rush to get to that marriage. I am like, I, I'm not going to be jumping into anything. So I just want to be so slow. I want to get to know them as a person. I want them to get to know my heart. I don't want to rush into anything. So what am I looking for? I'm looking to build, you know, our friendship first, get to know each other's people and we'll see what happens. That's I don't want to put any pressure under it. I think that's a good one. And I think that even if, yeah, even if you are someone that traditionally is look if you're looking for something more serious or you're someone that traditionally rushes into things try this out because this is some advice I have gotten too is just to slow things down like at the end of the day some of the most fun parts of a relationship are those first six seven eight months so why are you trying to rush to the part where things get serious and difficult and there is going to be ups and downs just enjoy it I think also another thing that I realized was you know when you look at when you look at the, you know, when when you make a friendship, right. You're not sitting there like, what am I looking for with this friendship? Well, do they check the boxes? It's just easy. And it's just, it feels right. And it feels beautiful and it feels light. And that is how a relationship should feel. So I think a lot of culture, it's like shifting you like relationship, relationship, relationship. But I would like to say like, take a step back when it's the right person, it's going to feel very easy. Just like how you make Mm -hmm. friendships in life. Mm -hmm. You know, of course, this is the biggest, you know, if, if, if you intend to be, you know, go into marriage, like that's the biggest decision of your life. So obviously there's other deal breakers than you would have with just a basic yeah. friendship, but take a step back and re- take the pressure off of like, does this person check off the boxes? Like when it is the right person, it will just feel natural and easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's like the common thing that anyone who has like a long successful marriage kind of says it's just just and a lot of people say it I didn't even know when I first met them that like some people are like yeah I knew right away but a lot of people are like I don't didn't know right away we were friends first we worked together first you know a lot of people end up marrying people they just randomly got to know and then eventually fell in love with so I think it happens that that is 
Yeah, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean friend zone people, you know. No. Like, I no. just I just for me, I'm like, I'm like, I want just want to be really intentional about my relationships that I invest in. And like I just want to be more slow and like just really get to know them as a friend first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before I jump into anything. I might I might have to take a page out of your book. Something to think Let's about. I've never it. had Try that it. answer given to me <laughs> really? before. No, never. I've never heard someone okay. say, Oh, on dating apps, I looking for a friend <laughs> which is like obviously not yeah. what you mean you know you know well, sometimes guys guys will get bothered and be like don't friend zone me I'm like no no, no. no no I'm not friend zoning you I just like I just want to get to know you as a person first yeah yeah which I think is fair and really good advice so thank you for that of course. um last kind of question before we go into our last segment here I asked this question to all of my guests um, because my podcast is called meet my mess I want to ask you what is your messiest moment when was your lowest of lows oh my gosh messiest moment of all time of all time (laughs) (laughs) all 25 years (laughs) my messiest moment this is I feel like this is I I thought it was like a recent messy moment so um well it can be we can do that I did have a messy moment this is like you know this is this is this is where this is just the real (laughs) I'll give you some real real that happened this weekend yeah Yeah, let's hear it (laughs) we get the first update cool (gasps) okay so this weekend, I, 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 I haven't shared this with anyone yet. I haven't even you told really look to like you yet. might need a therapist. Now I feel so bad about what happened. So, um, a messy moment that I had with my dating life was I was, um, you know, seeing this guy, but it was kind of like, like it was going good, but I kind of knew like, you know, I don't think this is going to turn into anything. So I kind of was like, okay, with letting it kind of fizzle out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like probably two weeks of like, <laughs> you know, that, like, you know, that breadcrumb stage where it's fizzling out, but like, they'll reply to your stories. They'll text everyone. Yeah. But it's not the same, like intentional communication that we were doing before and like going on dates. And so it's kind of this fizzled, it's in that fizzled out phase. Well, I ran into him, um, out and, um, oh, well, <laughs> so we say hi, we're, you know, see, you know, nothing happened. It was still, we even had talked, we were, we didn't talk that day, but it just like a little text. Um, and, and, um, oh God, I feel so bad to admit this, but he was with a group of friends and separately I was out, I was at the bar, like, so they're, they're standing at a different part of the bar and this other guy hits on me. And then I, you know, Oh, thank you. I, I walk back to go, go to his group. The guy I was dating and this guy, I didn't realize was friends with them. Oh, and I'm like, Oh no. no. And so next thing you know, um, it's all like, it, this guy doesn't realize that I'm talk. I, I dated his friend. And so then he's still hitting on me and I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my oh. God. But this, you Okay. Like this guy's a great guy. Too. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to let him go. <laughs> so then, the one guy that I was dating, he ends up leaving. And then this guy starts talking. I tell him, I just want you to know this. I, you know, I was going on space with your friends. It fizzled out, but like, you need to know this. And he was like, oh no, it's fine. I'm like, oh no. And so we ended up talking and we hung out a bit more. And then it did end with a kiss. And I felt oh my gosh. It was such you a messy not moment. Need to feel that bad. I felt so bad. And so I even texted the guy that I was going on dates with that I said, I by the way, yeah. here's what happened. I kissed your friend. <laughs> did the guy answer? 
he was so sweet about it. He's like, he's like, I really appreciate the text, Heather. You're an awesome chick. Like, please Aww. don't worry about it. And I'm like, oh my God, I felt so bad. I was just like, that's so messy. I should have never done that. That was just oh, so not cool. No, I don't think I, I understand why you feel that way, but I think that it just felt, you know, that achy feeling in your yeah, stomach. Yeah, I just feel grimy. It yeah, just I felt like, it felt like, Heather, gosh dang, you did not have to do that. That yeah. was just so unnecessary. You could have just got his number and then kissed him yeah, later. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, why did he have to do that? But it was just, it was just like oh, well. in the moment, a couple drinks, I don't you think know, it was just happened. like, oh. You're good. You're good. And especially because the other guy was like, no worries, you know, and I think that you being straight up about it probably made it a lot better because now he is. Well, I would have. I'm the worst liar. Like, oh, my God. And and it's a small town where I live. So, like, I would run into him again and I would probably throw up because I would know this in my my head. Oh, I'd feel horrible. I couldn't do it. We are like the little angel and devil on his shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, you're good. No worries. As long as, as long as you guys weren't in a long distance or like a long-term no, relationship. We were, we <laughs> yeah, were. It was kidding. only like, like a month and a half. Like That's going funny. Yeah. Oh. It is what it is. But like, have you talked more with the guy you kissed? Is that still going or? No, to be honest, I'm not, I'm not interested after, uh, after the kiss. Then that makes it a little more messy, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was kind of like, oh, dang. That's, that made it worse because I was like, yeah. oh, dang, I'm not even into you. And I did, why did I do that? It's so dumb. Oh, uh, no. Couple, couple tequila. It's not your fault. <laughs> no, it was mine's fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Okay. I love it. I was going to ask you like, oh, how do you feel about um, dating friends? But now I know your answer that uh, it's well, not. I, yeah, I wouldn't do that typically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I've been in the same situation where I like, like someone met their friend, but it was more like of a diff- like a bit of a different time. It was a bigger time gap. Yeah, but the time gap would change things, I believe. Mm, okay. The issue is, is you got to unless you book ended a relationship, then you can't do that. Like I okay. didn't end it hard enough. Therefore, yeah. it was still like a, you know, we were even maybe going to hang out that night. Mind and it, you it was, spoke earlier that yes, day. Like yeah. it, that is not cool. That's not cool. <laughs> I would be. Yeah, no book. Unless you book ended it, then you can't. I, yeah. I think I think you shouldn't do that. All right. Yeah, that's fair. I see. I think morally you're right. If you want to have fun. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, I'm gonna get into our last segment. It's just a fun little segment. Um, it's called messy or marvelous. So just let me know if you think these things are messy or marvelous and why. Okay. So the first one's reality TV. We'll start you off easy. Like, do I like reality TV? Or? Do you think it's messy or do you think it's like oh, a messy creation? Messily, messily marvelous. marvelous. I'm okay. Yeah. Okay. Me too. I love it. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> what's your favorite show? Um, reality wise. Yeah. Okay. I call this, um, I call this like deep, like deep reality because it's okay. not your basic reality. Love Is after lockup. Have you seen it? Love after lockup. I've heard of it. Oh, Lord. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh boy. Life so it, changing. So it's like couples after jail. Oh, after jail. No, there, some of them are in jail. Oh, and oh then, my gosh. <laughs> so some of them are in jail. They meet on this prison website. You know, these girl, these girls or guys want to date these convicts. They date. And so they're talking online and then now they're the, the convicts being released. Oh. So now they're showing their life after lockup. I did not know and it is, convict and then some of them haven't, you know, had gotten intimate in a long time. If you know yeah. what I'm saying? 
and they will like they'll pull over the car and go into a They're bush like animals. It, is, yeah. it, is, it is crazy it's wild love it I'm gonna have to it. give that one a go oh yeah oh yeah right. I'm gonna add that to my list um okay next one open relationships messy or marvelous I couldn't do it but yeah. for other people um, the book yeah if if you're into that do you messy yeah. for me yeah that's yeah, that's fair that's usually the answer we get um dating apps messy or marvelous my hula is marvelous <laughs> yeah there you go number one <laughs> yeah. um age difference in date age difference in a relationship um you know what I've dabbled in that lately yeah <laughs> Yeah. My parents are almost 20 years apart. Okay. So I, and they are great for each other. You know, yeah. my, my dad is kind of a young, youthful guy and my mom's an old soul. So I think it works. And I think I'm, I'm kind of an old soul. So I think I'll probably, we'll see what happens, but I, I, I'm, I, I did some older guys lately and I'm, I'm, it's actually been really nice. Yeah, it is nice. I agree. <laughs> they yeah. take you on nice dates. It's marvelous. All good. Yeah, marvelous. it's marvelous. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, that was the last one I had. So I want to thank you so much for coming on. You're Thanks so much fun. Me. You have such good energy. Where oh, can people you. show you some virtual love? Because I'll know they'll want to. Okay. So my Instagram is at it's Heather Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And then Hula's is at join Hula. Um, and then you can find us on the app store, yeah. H-U-L-A-H. Hula. Hula. Perfect. With the H at the end. Don't forget it. Yes. For Heather. <laughs> yes. yes. It's like a, a loop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I'm going to have to check it out. Yeah. Make sure you guys download Hula. Go give Heather all of the love. She deserves it. And oh. make sure you subscribe to this show as well. <laughs> Thank you yes. so much for coming on, Heather. And I can't wait to see more of what you're doing. Thanks so much. Of course.